Right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, <laughs> hey. Hey. Let's let's talk about some ads. Yes. So where to begin? I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna get ahead of something. Okay. And I'm gonna apologize to our listeners. Oh. For Sorry, two, guys. For two episodes. Yeah. We repped a brand. We did. And then did a little more research. Um, did a little little fact finding. Mm-hmm. And I won't say the brand, but if you go back a couple episodes, you'll right. know. Um, <laughs> And I'll just say what I think. Fucking poser. So we dropped that shit like a bad habit. Right. And have decided now that since I'm not a fucking poser and I'm not just dressing up to look like a veteran and I'm not just pretending that I'm this thing that I'm not. Right. Uh, that we would launch our own line. It's true. And so we have done that. We have. And so now the show is brought to you by Tear It Down Apparel. Yes, it is. Uh, we're talking about when you can't go over it and you can't go under it. Tear that shit down. Exactly. That's what it's about. It's motivational stuff. Uh, And here's the deal. Like, we want this to be not just our brand, but your brand. Yes. So if there's stuff you guys, you're like, oh, I want to see this on a shirt. I want to see this on a hoodie. Or can you put this on a hat? Like, let us know. Right. And we will fucking make it happen. That's right. We can do that. We have the ability. We can do whatever we want. So if you're interested, (laughs) and I hope you are, because we are not posers, (laughs) head to tearitdownapparel.com and check out what is up. There's lots of stuff up already. There's new stuff coming Man, all the time right, right. now because yeah. I'm in creation overload. So <laughs> uh, check it out, teardownapparel.com. The link will be in the description. And if you are a listener here, which you are, uh, if you <laughs> put in the promo code AAP23, yes. you will save 10% off your order. So nice. check it out. Also brought to you by? Uh, let's go with Red Aspen. Mm. All of the beauty that you can handle. Um, if you go to teamhopelifters.com backslash beauty, you can see all of their magnificent products. There's nails, there's stuff for your skin, um, tanning and makeup, all of, all of the things. And they are high quality at a reasonable value. So check it out. High quality, low cost. That's right. Double, we're all looking for. Yep. Double awesome. <laughs> uh, all the beauty. I can handle a lot of beauty, so that is a lofty claim, but I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> um, show is also brought to you by TravisCrutcher.com. I know the guy. Uh, I can't say enough good things about him. It's true. I've tried. Um, but head over to TravisCrutcher.com. All kinds of things to see and do. It's like reading Rainbow without LeVar or books. Um, That's not true. You have a book. I have a book. Yeah. And there's another one coming soon. That's so right. keep your peepers popped on that. Oh, spoiler alert. I'm, I'm going to release a book probably this month. Uh, so check that bad boy out when it drops. But um, head over to TravisCrutcher.com. Schedule me to come speak. We can talk about being your actual number one personal coach. Yep. One of my favorite things on the planet to do. And uh, check out more stuff about the show. You can check out Immediate Resilience over there, which is the program that I launched and has now turned into the mastermind that Jess and I run together. Yes. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We do our first live training just next week, actually. That's right. It's coming uh, up. So that's going to be great. Uh, we're going to be talking about pragmatic optimism. Yes. So I'm really stoked about that. So head over to TravisCrutcher.com. If you want to check out that specifically, that's at TravisCrutcher.com backslash immediate resilience. Uh, yeah, so check it out. Also, it. Um, brought to you by Team Hope Lifters, which is my space on the internet. Um, all of the things for fitness, nutrition, keeping your hopes lifted so that you can reach your goals and keep a smile on your face. Whoa. All right. <laughs> Anything else? That'll do it. All right. Well, let's get into Dare Shout. Ready? I'm ready. Without further uh. Or do. On with Dare Shout. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hey, Terry. 
Go and throttle up. All right, here we go. Here we are. You ready? Ready. Me too also. <laughs> uh, so today, as the title would imply, yes, we are talking about fear is fake. Fear is fake. Fear is fake. I believe this shit. Yeah. No, I know you do. Uh, like and I lot. do too. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't believe it, I've got a compelling argument you're about to hear. That's right. And you're going to believe it, Buster. <laughs> That's right. You're going to be on team fear is fake. Fear is fake. So here's the thing. We've talked about on the show before that you know certain fears are fake in as much as they are predicated on what you think other people think about you. Right. So when it comes to like folks who are entering into whatever space for the first time, or if you got to give up and give a speech and that's not your jam or presentation at work or whatever the hell it is, like people or, or wearing a new pair of pants out of the house, like, Oh, what are right. people are going to laugh at me. <laughs> this isn't what I usually right. wear. And so that fear is predicated on what you think other people think about you. So that's bullshit because you can't predict right. that. And, well, you know. and they're not thinking about you. Well, and it's also because you, you like everyone likes to superimpose their insecurities onto what other people think. It's just nonsense. We've talked right. about that before. Uh, so without rehashing all of that, that's kind right. of the launch point, though, for I've, I've started to really think about, I think all fear is fake. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about it a little bit before, and we are in alignment, as will the rest of the folks listening to this, hopefully. Um, <laughs> I think all fear is fake because it, it, is, it is all unfounded. And so as we were talking through the topic and I, I was kind of leaning towards what I wanted to talk about it, you know, I use my life as an example mm -hmm. as I often do. Cause it's the one I've lived and it's easiest. Um, <laughs> Something you really know. Right. I mean, I can use <laughs> Michael Jordan as an example. Be like, yeah, we got it, dude. Um, he's really good. So we were talking about, you know, I, I will use an extreme example. Mm -hmm. A little thing I used to do called war. Um, <laughs> a little game I used to play called War. <laughs> it went on for about 20 years. Right. Uh, you guys may have heard of it. <laughs> so I used to do that. I used to do war for a living. Yes. And the first time you're going to deploy, mm -hmm. you're scared. Of course. The first time you go on <laughs> it's, patrol. It's terrifying. You're scared. And and so when we were talking about it, you know, when when the whole, like, what you think is bullshit and what other people think is bullshit and that that fear is fake, I was thinking about the reason that other things are fearful mm -hmm. for folks is because there's some sort of inherent danger or, right. you know, and I've had folks reach out here, yeah, but what about if, if I could get hurt doing this, shouldn't I be afraid of that? Right. Like, okay. I understand like from an evolutionary standpoint, right. Self-preservation, not dying is important. Yes. Um, but you're, you're not afraid of the, the maybe die part. That's, you right. know, that is a, an, an end state to every possible day, right? right. Everything <laughs> could, you could just drop dead. Like, let's right. be real. Right. Um, <laughs> But it's because you've never done it before. Right. Right. It, it is completely the fear of the unknown. It, it's not, if you, if you knew, you wouldn't have to be afraid because you know the details. You know the pitfalls right. to watch for. But anything that you've not done before, you feel that feeling of fear because you don't know the process. And that's what makes this hard. That's right. the catch you, fuck you, the situation. <laughs> right. Is that the only way to make yourself not afraid anymore right. is to do it. Yes. And, you know, so going back to the notion of that war thing and um, patrols and whatnot, mm -hmm. yeah, it's fucking scary the first time you do it. Right. And I, I will never forget the first time that my buddies and I got out of our vehicle right. in the middle of Samara. Yeah. Because it had been pretty low-key up to this point. We'd done a few Overwatch missions, but we hadn't been in the city yet. Mm -hmm. And our first clip inside of a city, like, legit surrounded by a bunch of people that I... We're under the impression they all want to kill us, right? Yes. 
And and at that time during the invasion, <laughs> that was pretty on point. I was going to say, you were, it was just the impression of, or... <laughs> and I remember we got out, and me and my buddy, I'll shrop, we looked at each other and we're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> this is... This is not good. And it was, so here's what's crazy is we were already fearful of the situation. Right. But, but getting overseas, we were less fearful than when we started because we prepared. Yes. When we got there, there was a new set of fears because we go, oh, fuck, right. this is this the is reality. It's really like, which, which happens a lot. Sure. Like you're in any situation where you kind of go, oh, this is what it's really like. Right. <laughs> but by week three, yeah. we're like, whatever. Yeah. Whatever. But you you but it's because you you start to take in all the information and you start to develop your own routines and you know that the training that you received before is actually working and there's things that need to be tweaked and things that need to get changed and communication that needs to happen. Sure. And it, it's one of those things that we talked about before like evidence is your best friend. Right. Right? And so now I've got at least a month's worth of evidence that I can support not dying. Right. Right? I've got a lot of evidence to show I've done this thing a bunch now. Right. And, and you I'm can not trust your, the people that you're with and you can trust right. the plans that you're making and you start to see patterns develop. And it's funny because what happens, and this is, you know, again, extreme scenario, but I want to say if it happens here, it'll happen anywhere is towards month two or three, mm -hmm. we've got to start preaching complacency. Right. Because you're so unafraid that you get sloppy. Yeah. Right. You're so unafraid that you're you're not, you know, consistently going out there with your backup anymore. Yeah. And we got to hey, guys, complacency legitimately kills here. Like, stay on stay on point, you know. Yeah. yeah. And so if if in a wartime situation. Right. I can get complacent in inherent danger. Fear is fucking fake. Right. Fear is fake. But I mean, kind of, you know, if you if you bring that back to maybe something that is more relatable to, to the rest sure. of us, you know, it's like driving. So you get in your you know, when you're 16 and you get in the car and you're by yourself for the first few times. You're like 10 and 2, checking the blinkers, right. check the mirrors, do all the things. And after you've been driving for a while, you're like, oh, I know this street. And you're changing the radio station. And right. you're, you know what I mean? It, like you start, you start to be able to handle some more distractions because the fear. You better keep your goddamn phone put down. Right. That is true. That is true. I'll punch your beard right <laughs> off. That's right. But some of the other things that were unmanageable distractions right. for you before are become a known thing. You know that, you know, this this light's red every time you come right. to it. I know I'm going to stop. <laughs> I know I'm going to stop. I know I need to start slowing down. All those kinds of things. And and the same thing when, you know, like our oldest started driving. Those first few times that he walked out the door to drive away. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh, please be careful. Please, please, please. And now he's been driving for quite a while, and he has a good track record. He's not afraid. No. And, and it lessens our fear because he has proven that he is a responsible driver, that he, he makes good decisions, that if there is an issue, he, he reaches out, you know? And so the, the fear is, is way lessened because, but now we know. And, and now we know. What's so great about that analogy is that, you know, as you do the thing that's fearful, right? so many of the things that you, you need to be good at become automatic. Yes. Right? Right. I mean, look, like, let's be real. Who was three or four years old trying to fucking tie their shoes and was like ca catastrophic thinking to the max? I'm never going to get it. Right. I'm going to have to wear Velcro my whole life. Right. Like, and, and, you know, but now you don't even think about it. I've got two dogs trying to lick me, three kids trying to talk to me, and I can still figure out how to tie my shoes. Right. Your phone's ringing right. and I'm hollering at you. <laughs> but it's in doing the thing right. that so much of it becomes automatic. Yes. That you, and again, even like driving, like I've done this. 
hell, I, a motorcycle. This happened to me all the time <laughs> where I would, I would be coming back from a run or whatever and I'd yeah. be coming down the highway out of Atlanta and I, there'd be a moment where I go, oh, fuck, do I know what I'm doing? Right. <laughs> do I, this is crazy. What am I doing? <laughs> That's so funny because that, that was one of the things that I was thinking through. It's like sometimes you realize what you're what doing. What you're doing. It's like you, you know, you, you're at the beginning and you're fearful and then you're all of a sudden, you're really comfortable in it. And then you have that moment of like, oh my gosh, do, right. I, do I actually know how to do this? Right. What am I, what am I doing? <laughs> Somebody help me. And then, but you can bring yourself down off the ledge because you're like, oh yeah, no, I know what I'm doing. But even I've driving, right? This. Right. Since I was 16, I've been doing this. <laughs> right. And that'll happen to me sometimes I'll be on the highway. I'm like, oh my word, I'm... <laughs> I'm in a chunk of metal <laughs> zipping through the planet at 70 miles an hour by other chunks of metal doing the same thing. Right. This is a terrifying situation. <laughs> or or you kind of, you're driving and it's someplace that you go often and you kind of hit that like zone out where you're right. paying attention but you're thinking about other things and all of a sudden you kind of come to and you're like, how did I, how you're did in I get driveway? this you're far? Like, huh. <laughs> you know? how, how did I get this far without Lost time, John recognizing Coffey. what I was doing? And it gives you that like, Oh crap! <laughs> did, did I do such, it right? <laughs> such a a proving sentence of how the, that that just illustrates that the fear is fake right. because you're not fearful at all. Right. And then when the reminder of what you're doing shakes you, you're like, "Well, no, stupid! You've been doing this for thirty years. Exactly. Like you know what you're doing." <laughs> exactly. But even in that example, you would have never gotten to the point to check yourself and go, "No, dumb, dumb. Right. This isn't scary. This is something you know." Had you never done it, exactly. Exactly. And, and I, you know, it, it, with the driving example, it's like you look forward to being able to do that. You know, think of all the things that you are eliminating from your life because fear is the first thing that comes up. You're, you're not thinking about how exciting it's going to be, the freedom that you're going to gain, right. the, you know, the, whatever the potential is. And it's, it's the fear that comes up first and that stops you from doing so many things. You, you have to be able to look past the fear because you know you have been proving it your entire life from walking and tying your right. shoes and getting yourself dressed and surviving school and all this. you're proving to yourself you can do the things that are scary and you will come out on the other side and it's interesting because this is a, a question that i always and i know you use it as well but with my clients mm -hmm. is we'll we'll talk about all these dreams and aspirations and things they want to achieve and goals and you know i, I want to launch this thing or i want to do this or that and, I, and i'll go okay well why haven't you yet yep and they'll go, well, I don't know. And then I, I will look them dead in the eye and go, what are you afraid of? Yeah. And that's the moment where they go, oh, fuck. Yes. What, and, it, and that's where it all starts pouring out. I'm afraid that this will happen. And they've what if themselves out of their dreams before they even hit go on them. Right. Because they're afraid of stuff they have no evidence to support happening. Exactly. And I think that's that's the, the thing is it's like, okay, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? And just, you know, we're not in a... Not in an extreme environment, but but just as far as chasing your dreams and putting the processes in place to go after that. What's the worst thing that's going to happen? That you create a product that doesn't do well? Sure. That you, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so then you, but you, then you take that knowledge and you apply it in a different direction. Right. So there's really not a worst case. You know, it's like with, with my clients and when they feel like they're getting frustrated and they're like, oh, you know, I've been working out and I'm doing all the things like okay, what's the worst thing that that's going to happen? The worst thing is that you're going to continue to work out right. and you're going to continue to get, even if it's just the good endorphins that you get from right. the 30 minutes of exercise that you did, that is worth it if your weight never changes, if you can never see your abs, if you can, you know, that, just that little bit. And 
I can guarantee if you work the process, you are going to have physical change, mental change, sure. emotional change. You you will grow in strength in a lot of different areas. Well, and from a business perspective, you know, we, we just had this happen in the last week. Right. Where, <laughs> you know, we're like, oh, let's, let's, I mean, what's the dumbest thing we could think of to do on a Tuesday? Launch an apparel brand. Okay, right. let's do that. <laughs> right. Let's do that. And so, right. of course, it, it's, here, here's what I want to get to is it takes practice, right? Right. And so... All the same fears of what if, and it's yes. going to suck, and people aren't going to like, all that shit still bubbles to the surface yeah, for me immediately. But I've got a track record of going, well, fuck it, let's do it anyway. Right. And and what happens is, you know, we've talked about this in a lot of different scenarios, but in this case, it was like, okay, what's the worst case scenario? And I told you straight up, I was like, I don't anticipate anyone's going to buy anything for a couple months. Right. You know, we have to put the word out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> right. The same. So for all the sales that have already happened, right. thanks guys. Thank you. <laughs> well, I was like, oh shit, that worked. <laughs> right, right. But I was prepared for the worst case. I was prepared yeah. for it never selling. Right. But at the end of the day, I decided to do something and I wasn't going to let my fear of no one buying it stop me from doing it. Right. And what, you know, the overarching thing for me was the thing that was compelling us to do is I want something out there that's authentic that people can rock and feel good about. Right, exactly. And I, I spent a lot of time t-shirt shopping. Yes. Shockingly. <laughs> and I don't have a lot of t-shirts that aren't just plain black because I'm like, yeah, but that's lame. Yeah. That's fucking stupid. Right. That's weak, you know. <laughs> right. Like, I right. Want... It's just not in line with whatever, you know. So your, if nothing else, I've solved you. my problem. Right. I get to wear <laughs> shit that I want to wear. <laughs> right. But all the same fears were there. Right. But we wouldn't have ever gotten to the point of, oh, shit, people bought it right away. That's right. awesome. And the, the thing, you know, I think a lot of the stuff that we've talked about so far are like, you know, they're, they're choices that, that you get to make. There's, I want to start a business. I, I want to drive. You don't ever have to get your driver's license. Sure. But, you know, I want to drive. I, I want to do all these. I want to have the apparel line. There are some things where, you know, in you are, I mean, choices are made, but it's like <laughs> yeah. where you're forced into. I've been to Walmart. Whatever. Choices are made. <laughs> you know, whatever the situation is. And it, you know, it's like being a parent for the first time. Choices were made sure. to, to become pregnant. <laughs> but, but it is scary to think there is another human life that is going to be completely reliant right. on my ability to care for them. And I've not cared for anyone. You know, I, I, it, when we had our first child, it was like, I literally, I had moved away from my parents' home for the first time when we got married. Right. You know, like that, that was it. I, I wasn't, I hadn't cared for myself for very long <laughs> and, and now we're bringing this other life into the world. What's hilarious. We, we broke out an old album the other day <laughs> and it's from when our oldest was two. Yeah. And everyone's like, you look like a kid mom right like, well we kind of fucking were i know right like right i i mean I literally mean, we were 23. like two days later i turned 23 yeah you know? and but the thing is is that yeah it was scary but there you have to right you don't have a choice you don't get to just shut down and close the door to your room and go sorry kid you just lay in there and cry right that's you cannot do that and if you start looking at some of the choices that you make in business, in relationships with, you know, friends and family as I don't have a choice. I am in this position and now I have to move. I want to use that example and build on it a little bit mm -hmm. because when our first kiddo was born, yeah, you, you, we both had fears, right? We right, both had yeah. fears. And one of the first fears we had to overcome together <laughs> was the first diaper change. Oh my gosh. 
And you, uh, I, I'm not picking on you. No, I. You've changed a thousand and yes. billion, however yep. many diapers. Now I'm then. a pro. I can right. do it behind my back with my Blindfolded. eyes closed. You've done it asleep. <laughs> I've seen you do it asleep. <laughs> I I could change a diaper from the front seat to the back seat yep. in a car seat. Correct. Um, pro. <laughs> so, but the first one, you were like, oh, uh-uh. I was terrified. You didn't want to do it. You I were was afraid so you were going to hurt the little human. I was, I literally was near tears. Right. He was in the NICU. He was so tiny. Yeah. He had this little, the space bubble getting yeah. oxygen over him. And the nurse came in and said, it's time to change his diaper. And they said, who's going to do it? And I, I know I turned white as a ghost. <laughs> I teared up and I just pointed at you. And, and so here's what's beautiful <laughs> about that is I did it. Yes. And you thanked me for it afterwards. I did. <laughs> And what you didn't know in the moment was I had evidence yeah. that you didn't have. Yes. And I told you, had you seen how he came out, right. you wouldn't worry about lifting his butt up to put a diaper on him. But I had evidence. Yes. I had experienced something in life you hadn't experienced. Yes. I had seen some stuff you hadn't seen. Yeah. God bless you. Um, God bless you. But I, I knew I wasn't going to break him because yeah. I'd put myself in a scary situation and seen something already. Yeah. And so I had evidence to support that I, I wasn't going to hurt him. He'll yes. be fine. Right. No big deal. That And that sentence truly was powerful for me. Right. And I actually have hung on to that. And you've heard me say it yeah. again and yeah. again about other things. And if you had seen how he had gotten here, you wouldn't be afraid right. to, to lift his butt up. But, you know. I hadn't. I and I was afraid pulling on his little legs to lift his butt up yeah, was no, gonna be not me. Like, nope. <laughs> Picked him up just like a little turkey. But it, that's exactly right. You had the evidence. You you had already been shown this this little this little thing is made of rubber. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> and, and you're gonna be able to change his diaper without hurting him. But that's the point. And then after that, you put yourself in it and you did yes. it and you, you were a pro. And like you just said, you can do it, you know. Literally yep. unconscious. <laughs> but that fear would have never faded had you right. not been given some evidence or seen some evidence to counteract your fear and then put yourself in the situation to go through it yes. and get good at it. Right. And right. then it, something that was that fearful for you was a nothing thing. Yeah. A nothing thing. Right. <laughs> it was happening, you know. Right. If the, there's always that move where you oh. change them and then they just fill it up to their neck yeah. right afterwards. Like, you fucking... <laughs> You did that on purpose. (laughs) So mean. So that's the thing. And, and in retrospect, you're like, yeah, that fear wasn't real. Right. It was because I had a lack of experience. Yes. And the only way to get good at something and to be unfearful of it is to do the fucking thing. Yes. Yep. Like had you never changed a diaper, you'd still be afraid of it. Right. Exactly. And, and, but, and I think that's the, you know, the secondary point is to try new things. Right. There's no way to prove to yourself that you're going to make it through if you just dummy up and never try anything new. And the truth of it is, is you've been trying new things your entire life. Sure. The first time you cooked, the first time, you know, the first time you met friends someplace, the first time you went to a, you know, a new location, the first time you saw a movie there, you are trying new things all the time. And you don't have to be afraid because look at how successful you are at the things that right. you have discovered you enjoy. And if you just heard that and you go, I'm going to try cooking for the first time, I'm all about it. Right. Go by the store, get the ingredients and a fire extinguisher, and then try it for the first time. <laughs> That's right. Then try it for the first time. <laughs> if you've not been raised with a solid base of evidence of how to do it, it's not, you know. Don't put water on a grease fire. Grab some baking soda. <laughs> All right, I think I think that's good. We can go deep on this yeah. and a million other analogies, but I think yeah. that that kind of drives home the point that fear is fake. Yeah, fear is fear is lack of experience. Fear is lack of exposure. It's not real. Yeah. Even when there are dire physical consequences yes. possible, 
you know, I've, I've jumped out a lot off a lot of tall shit. I've been shot at and blown up a whole bunch of times and I'm still kicking. Yep. And it, to the point where like, if I heard someone shoot, I'm like, huh, okay. We need to deal with that. Yeah. Wasn't afraid. Right. I just planned for it. Right. And so that's what your fears turn into is something to plan for something yes. to, to, you know, in some cases look forward to like right. the, the, the excitement of, Ooh, shit, I'm trying something new. That's exciting. Yes. And, and I think that is, that is a really good point is that, you can move the meter very easily from fear to excited without having to experience that that being held back by fear. It is almost the exact same brain chemistry. Right. Weird. You, <laughs> you, it's weird. You can shift it and be excited for the new thing. And the more new things that you try, the faster that shift happens right. because you have more proof, more proof, more proof. So... Yep. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. It's Try fake. new things. <laughs> Anything else? That'll do it. All right. I well, hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you took the away from it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. Nice to be in orbit.